The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. How many times in NBA history do you think a player has hit 10 or more threes in a game? Uh, it's probably happened 30 times. 65 times okay. in the history of the NBA. James Harden is 35 of those. James Harden has done it three times in his career. Okay. Clay Thompson has done it five times in his career. Dame Lillard, three. J.R. Smith, three. Zach Levine, two. Steph Curry has done it 21 times. He has done it six times this season. It is almost insane what he's doing right now. You know, it, it's funny how Jack Easterby has kind of disappeared, right? During, because this whole Watson rub down I mean, towel thing. It's certainly taking some heat off of him. Yeah. I, I just want to make sure that every day we do mention Jack Easterby's a snake. Not a snake in the way that Deshaun Watson's a snake or he's his, his but I'm just going to remind people of that. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number three, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, you are good to go. Twitter is at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At A.J. is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. If you missed that, that's some of what you missed. Not all. A lot of good stuff. It'll be, be available on podcastarena.com uh, a little bit later. Or, excuse me, it'll be available on the website, ESPN975.com. Yeah. Uh, so, also, we mentioned the uh, guilty, guilty, guilty verdict. I recommend everybody stay off Twitter. It's, it's, it's ugly. It was going to be ugly no matter what. Just stay off Twitter. But if you are tweeting, tweet at us and make it about sports, and we're all good. Uh, Eric's been on hold for a long time. We got into the soccer thing again. And speaking of which, Soccer Matters with Glenn Davis tonight at 7. Pretty sure this will be a topic. Can't wait to listen. I'm guessing it will. Uh, but let's, uh, let's get Eric Fred on. and I are Team Super League, by the way. Yeah, I, I've come around. What's up, Eric? <laughs> hey, guys. Sports. Sports, Eric. Hey, yeah. No, so with the European Super League, um, I see a lot of people not understanding why the fans uh, care so much and why they're in uproar over it. And the thing is, it's all about tradition and it's about, you know, almost like, uh, I can't explain it. It's, you know, them playing 38 games a season in their league, whether they're playing, whether Man United's playing Manchester City or they're playing, you know, West Bromwich Albion, you know, the bottom team of the league, it's, 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 uh, they're big on like, I oh mean, I waited so long. I lost my train of thought. It's, 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 I don't even know where, I'm, where I was going with it. You know what? Thanks, guys. I'm sorry. Thank you. Right. Oh, Eric, listen, Eric. Yeah. I, I mean, I, honestly, it, I wanted to. I wanted to hear this because I, I, I get. I kind of get it, and I, I sort of see where you're coming from. It's like, especially if you're a fan of of Man City or you're a fan of Arsenal, you don't care who they play. You're and and I'll say the soccer fans greater than fans of other sports in terms of passion in terms of caring about the game, especially European soccer. Now, not MLS. We're not talking about that. Well, I understand, like, the so when the Southwest Conference broke up, you know, like, teams like UH and Rice were saying, what about tradition, SMU? What about uh, tradition? Well, let's take it, but, take, take it to a better level, AJ. A&M left 
The Big exactly. Twelve. Yeah. And what, what about tradition? But guess uh, what? Uh, no. Nebraska left. What about Oklahoma, Nebraska? Now they're all making more money. Who cares? Like, yeah, the only people who care are you know the the folks. Well, I, I don't know who still cares. I mean, if, if I'm a And M, I'm glad that I'm a rid of Texas and. I'm sure. Texas, I'm glad that I'm now, really A&M. What I will say about in A&M in Nebraska's cases, had they stayed in the in the Big 12, would they be more competitive on field? Maybe. See, I'll go Aggie, no. Nebraska, yes. Nebraska I, certainly would because have Nebraska, Nebraska probably could have recruited at a Big 12 level and they can at a Big 10 level to be competitive. I don't know how many they would have won. Yeah. A&M's recruited much better since they've gone to the SEC, which you have to. It hasn't necessarily been enough to to compete with Alabama. But, but A&M in their early SEC years, had they just been in the Big 12, they probably, like when John Football was slinging it around, they probably would have won the Big 12. Probably, although, you know what, the, they were better early on than I thought they would be when they first got there. And But, but I, I, will, I will stand by, they're better off. And I mean, Nebraska financially is better off. Sure, but and that's really what but matters. But they're never, the they're never going to be battling for national championships again. But let's be fair, they wouldn't be battling for them. I think they'd be battling for Big 12 titles, and they would be the team that was getting Oklahoma every year in the playoffs. Yeah. So, Are we ready for uh, Jake Paul's next call out? Are you guys excited about this? Drum roll. Uh, Daniel Cormier. Been saying, that's my boy Ben. He's going to beat Jake. He pushed him in the face, so he's going to win now. Chirp, chirp, chirp. I knock him out, and he's on Twitter. Ben, are you serious, bro? You went down like that? Ben, are you kidding me? I can't believe you did that to the MMA community. Shut the bleep up, bitch. I'll beat the bleep out of your fat ass, too, just like Stipe did. Cleveland bleep. I'll beat the bleep out of Daniel Cormier. All right, I'm interested. I I would watch it. I'm not going to lie. I would watch it. And again, Daniel Cormier, not like a world-class striker. I'll I'll watch it though. I don't think he'll get knocked out by Jake Paul. I I mean, I don't know if he can shed enough weight to be in a weight class unless they're just not going to care about weight classes. But I think Jake Paul rounds out at like 200 max. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't know if Cormier I, can shed that much again. A couple more B12 shots and I bet he could get up there. Oh, come on. You don't think he's I mean, you don't think he's got a little extra going on? Well, you also have to remember in like boxing, the weight divisions are different. So like anything like two cruiserweights, 200 pounds, anything over 200 pounds is heavyweights. So I could get up to a one. Yeah. I mean, I think Jake Paul was like 190 something for this fight. You know what? If he's if he's going to fight a heavyweight in uh, MMA. You know who I'd like to Kane volunteer? Velasquez. No, I'd, I'd like to volunteer. Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. Oh, God, that'd be so funny. <laughs> How long do you think that would last? It would be just a disaster. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. And, and Derek, That'll sell. And Derek Lewis has, uh, I mean, he doesn't have pro boxing experience. So it, would, it would be his debut. Uh, you know what? I'd be for Don't it. think he needs it. <laughs> that'd be funny. Yeah, that, that one I want to see. I, I, I would pay to see that. Um, somebody said, I think you have to compare those soccer leagues to NFL, NBA, MLB. No, not, not for the purposes of this because, yeah, they're professional leagues, but we're talking about how the most powerful of a certain thing pulled together, and, and, and that hasn't happened in those other leagues. If the NFL, or let's use baseball, let's just say if the Red Sox, Yankees, uh, Dodgers, Cubs, 
Cardinals decided we're going to form a six-team Super League. The rest of you guys can go to hell. That's what it would be. But it hasn't happened. But it does. It has happened in college football, and college football is the closest thing to it in, in terms of you know forcing other teams out that aren't as good and making more money. And, and college football's thrived since they've done it. But there's zero parity. I mean, yeah. it's the same. I, I, honestly, if you if you could make a future bet that the national championship from the next ten years comes from the SEC, ACC, or Big Ten, you're cashing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be that simple. You don't think an Oregon can sneak in? Uh, those they'll make it to a championship game at some point. It's like maybe Washington will make it to a championship game, but they'll still lose to Alabama. Yeah. Um. Uh, I want to say the fans care about what's going on on the pitch. These owners who initiated this are Americans. They've shown they don't care about the values and traditions of these clubs. They don't. They care no. about making money. That's what yeah, people that's who own there. businesses do. Yeah. Well. Now, to me, sports teams are a different thing because they, and this is why I would, I would, you know what, you always say, oh, you think you'd be good at this. I'd make a great owner because I would care what the fans say because it's a public trust. Owning a team like this should be a public trust. It shouldn't be, well, I, I've got $200 billion. I'm going to make another billion this yeah. year. It shouldn't be the way Cal McNair is approaching it. Well, we sell out every year and... The fans pay for everything. No, I, I would want... Listen, if I'm, a, if I'm an owner of a team and I'm asking you to invest your time and your passion and your jersey sales and your tailgating into being a Texans fan, then you know what? I'm going to do what's best for the franchise. And you know what's best for the franchise? is taking care of your fans because they support it. And I believe that. But most there's some owners that care about that and there's some owners that don't. And... You know, most don't. Most of them just want to make as much as they can off. The, it's just a business deal, yep. and that's fine if you're running it like a business and doing a good job with it. Um, but you know, for me, you know, I, I would doesn't mean you're going to do everything the fans want because you do that, you're going to have a crappy team. I've seen your opinions on things, guys, but it does mean you listen, and it does mean you have explanations for people when you don't go the way they want. And and this off season. It is a perfect example. Oh, we're going to be Patriots South after you just shoved the Patriots clown down their throat for six years. Yeah. I mean, you can't do that. You got to give them something new. You got to give them something to be excited about. You got to give the fans something to, to care about going into next season. And you didn't do it. You don't care. And that's, that's fine. You're still going to have fans that love it. But, but, and I think soccer fan is, I think the closest thing we have is SEC fan. Probably. I mean, I think SEC fan is pretty damn passionate. Crazy, I think, is a good way to put it. Um, yeah, we see it. LSU fan is 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 fantastic. I think uh, a lot. Almost Aggie fan is great too. But that's that's the closest thing we have to soccer. And you talk, you take that kind of passion, and, and I, I love you know seeing it. But if you're an owner of one of those teams, so you're going to just throw everything away. You're just going to walk in there. I see why people are pissed at them. It's going to walk in and toss everything. So, but uh, imagine the original six teams from the NHL stepping away and forming their own league. It would get boring fast. Yeah, and it wouldn't even be the best six teams. And that's kind of what the problem with this was is because you would have had some teams in there that used to be great. But, yeah, I, I totally get it. Will says, add that to the Fred's can do. I can't do it because I'm not a billionaire. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I... Not yet. Well... I don't think I, I think it's too late for me to get there. 
it's funny how the standards changed, right? Like when I was growing up, man, you, you can be a millionaire. That'd be great. It'd be awesome. That's what yeah. you should strive for. And now it's like, oh no, unless you got a billion in the front, it's not really. Uh, you're not really that rich. It's amazing how that happened. But the world changes. Oh well. 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. And yeah, somebody pointed out it was a, it was a Spanish guy that, that started the thing, but I mean, the narrative is the American owners are trying to do it, and you're not going to change Europeans' minds over that. No. But anyway. And, you know, Paul Marine said SEC broke away this year. Well, it's kind of what happened in the COVID. They, they only played each other, but... You know, it, it, it's to me that is the best comparison to what they were going to do. Uh, and you, from a financial standpoint, well, go look who makes the most money. It's pretty simple. Yeah, SEC, Big Ten. Yeah, and it's real. And Texas and Oklahoma. And Texas and Oklahoma. And, and it's that's not, it. It's not close. So, and that's, but from a fan standpoint. Yeah, it gets boring. I, don't, I guess I just don't. I don't know if I if I'd be bored. If, and if I have to see Alabama and Clemson again next year, AJ, I'm not going to watch. I'm bored yeah. with it. I've seen enough of it. And I know it. the The one thing that keeps it going is it's different players every year, and, and there's different players that you appreciate. But I don't need to see Alabama, Ohio State. I don't need to see Alabama, Clemson ever and, again. And maybe like the soccer thing, like twelve or whatever. They, I guess we're going to try to do. There's going to be a twenty team 20 deal. Team, but yeah, I, I mean, honestly, would would you be mad if college football took like the thirty two biggest programs and had them in a league? Um, at this point, they already have that. Really, I I I'd, I'd get bored with that fast. You don't do. You don't get bored with it in the NFL. Uh, no, because the NFL has. Um, the NFL is a, is a different entity because you know those are actual. I mean, there's actually an equal playing field theoretically. I mean, salary cap. You don't have that in college football. There's no salary cap in no, Alabama. You but can pay those were, guys as much as you want. You're right. But if there was just 32 teams and you know the 33rd through 150th stopped getting top tier players and they all got divvied up amongst those top 32, we'd uh, be, that, we'd, there'd be better games. Yeah, and then but then you'd have your biggest. Bitch is eight and four teams in a championship game, four lost teams. Yeah, that that doesn't even remotely appeal to me. I think it would be a disaster. It'd be great for like two years, and then people realize, oh, great, we still have Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State every bleeping year. Yeah. All right. Quick break. We'll do a gym of the day when we come back. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, This is the blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Guess what we have left? One team for the occasional invitational. And then there was one. So if you want to get in, you better get on there now. Take the day off work, play a fun round of golf with your favorite sports station, the ESPN 97.5-92.5. Five occasional invitational presented by SiteJab.com benefiting kid meal, Kids Meals Houston. 
This year's tournament will take place Wednesday, April 28th at 11.30 a.m. at Wildcat Golf Club. Each golfer will receive beverages from Michelob Ultra, lunch from Uberito, dinner from BB's Tex Orleans, 18 holes of golf, and a quick socially distant awards dinner immediately after the tournament. Register now at ESPN975.com. Get the last team now. Go. ESPN975.com. Before we get to the gym, Brother Bear says soccer guy can be more obnoxious than baseball guy. Uh, and goes into a story about... Yeah, l- listen... I, the worst soccer fan is the worst fan of any kind. Like I love the passion and I love how much they care. And, and I've met a lot of really cool soccer fans, but the worst ones like that Aussie word who got on me on the oi, text oi, line oi. for, well, no, not actual Aussie, just Aussie word. That, right. You know, right, right, you know yeah. what I'm calling him that, Oh, you picked a team. That's good. <laughs> What a snobby ass little bitch you were! Are you not allowed to cheer for a good team? Apparently not. No, no. It's not just, if you're a newcomer. Apparently, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you have to pick some some garbage team or, or whoever he was. I like for. baseball now. I'll cheer for the New York Yankees. And they're like, "Hey, what are you? Some kind of bandwagon hopper?" I say, "No, they're the worst team in the American League. What are we talking about? I'm new here. Yeah, I don't know about history. Yeah. But so, just like me, I'm a Red Bull Leipzig fan." <laughs> It's but Leipzig, right? Leipzig, yeah, yeah. Actually, RB Leipzig, RB right Leipzig, yeah. But but no, yeah. it's are like they the, good? Yeah, they're good because I cheer for them every day. But respect for the good fans. But that, there's a reason they have hooligans that destroy stuff. So as bad the the worst of a, a soccer fan is the worst fan in the world. I don't think anybody can dispute that. And those of you who who act like that, that are soccer snobs, that's why people hate you. And then they wind up hating the good fans too. Because of you, you soccer snob. You know what you are, soccer snob? You're a seat recliner. And and you know when we send the seat recliners to Snake Island? We're going to send soccer snob and pedophiles. Congratulations. You guys all get to go to Snake Island. So, there. Like even, like even SEC fan, the worst SEC fan, is better than the worst soccer fan by far. And don't get me wrong. I've, I've already praised you. Don't come at me now, soccer guy, because I already praised you guys for being the best, most passionate fans in the world. But you got to admit that your five percenters deserve to go to Snake Island with the seat recliners. All right, let's do a Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. All right. AJ, I think it's time maybe we need to lead a revolt. A revolution? I've always wanted to be part of a well, revolution. Well, you say you want a revolution. Well, you know, we all want to change the world. I think we have to, guys. I, I think this is on us finally because scientists are going too far. I, we've already seen them creating AI and all this stuff. And I always say, did you guys not watch Terminator? You know, I, I mean, I'm not a scientist. Have we forgotten? I'm not a scientist, but I watch Terminator. I know you're not supposed to give these things intelligence because they're going to be smarter than us and they're going to decide that we need to die and they'll be right. Wise guys. Well, what's another thing we tell them not to mess with? Monkeys. Monkeys. Yeah. Guess what they're doing now? Oh, don't tell me. Scientists have created embryos that are a mix of human and monkey cells. Oh, no. They were created in part to try to find... I've seen several of these movies... A reboot, even. They all go the same way. A reboot of a reboot. Yes. They went from having Marky Mark to Jake Gyllenhaal. 
No, it's James Franco. James Franco. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. Yeah, James Franco. I think they had both of them. Yeah, I think they were both in there, yeah. I think they've had all three of those guys. And Woody Harrelson. God. There's a lot of ape movies. Yeah, it's hard to keep track. I but, know. So they're trying to find new ways to produce organs for people who need transplants. Um, okay. They did ask someone who is a fellow for science and technology at Rice University named Kirsten Matthews, who, Kirsten, I'm a fan because she says, my first question is, why? That's a great question. I think Kirsten. that's a question we all want to ask, right? So that's they, a question that a scientist would ask. Yeah. Yeah. It says, I think the public is going to be concerned, and I am as well, that we're just kind of pushing forward with science without having a proper conversation about what we should or should not do. Thank you. There is a scientist who has seen Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And that should be a prerequisite. Like when you're in college to be a scientist, you should have to watch that movie just so you don't mess up. Well, okay. So scientists out there, we, we got to put you on notice. All right. If you're going to cre- keep creating AI, that's going to be smarter than us and eventually destroy us. You, you know what? You know what? It doesn't matter. One way or another, you've screwed us all. It's either going to be the monkeys or the computers, or they're going to team up against us. We're going to have to. We're going to have to side with one of them to have a chance, AJ. Because otherwise, it's going to come down. I to, side with the apes. I, I might have to go with the robots. Not me. Because yeah, there are some sexy robots. I mean, you get some Westworld ones. Because I'm not going to hook up with an ape, but I might hook up with a sexy robot. I mean, listen, you got to think about it. if Armageddon's coming, you got to take what you can get, right? True. <laughs> if that's your choice. It's uh, not, there's not great choice. No, there. no. I mean, apes that can talk. Although, you know, the, the Helena Bottom Carter ape in the first. Uh, Mark I don't Wahlberg find Helena, Helena Bottom Carter sexy as a human, much less as an ape. Oh, dude, in Fight Club? Come on. No. Come on. Uh, hey, some new. We mentioned Derek Lewis earlier. Yeah. Um, Dana White said to. Uh, said to Kevin Ioli at the end of the day Derek Lewis and Nganu is the fight that's the fight to make right now Derek Lewis is a heavyweight he's been fighting at heavyweight he's got a win over him it's the fight to make which basically means John Jones is asking for more money than they want to give him yeah well I'd like to see Derek get get a shot at it man yeah uh, especially I I, I kind of feel like when they asked him to fight, and you can correct me on this because you're, you're an MMA smart, but I kind of feel like they sort of threw him into that fight on short notice against Cormier, and he got a title shot, but it was everything was against him in that fight. Yeah, it was, but that, that's... I mean, it's, it's also, you wait for these... Sh- like, when you are in a title fight, you get a cut of the pay-per-view. So, Daniel Cormier is probably... Well, and he's retired now at the time, was probably behind John Jones and um, Conor McGregor as the biggest draw, and Nate Diaz. Was, was the, Ronda Rousey still a draw? No, she time? was still gone. She gone by She's then? gone. So but behind those three guys, so he's probably a top five draw in the UFC as far as pay-per-views went. So they said, Derek, do you want to fight Daniel Cormier on short notice and get a percentage of the pay-per-view sales? Hell yeah, oh, Bubba. Yeah. No, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not blaming him, but it was also they needed a fight. Yes. And he was coming off a big win. And it he was, didn't get a full camp. He yeah. was having back issues, but, you know. Yeah, but, but I, I think I'd like to see him get another shot where, you know, he's where it, it's not like that, where he's actually getting to train for the fight against a guy who is just destroying everybody right now, but he's already beaten him. 
I like it. I'd like to see it. I hope they do it. I don't know why, uh, but for some reason, the Twitch is not coming up on my computer. Uh, the, the, the internet's out. On everything. Yeah, I was going to oh, say, really? my, my, the internet's out. Well, what the hell? I don't know. It, I'll, I'll it, go it, and try and... Uh, it's always after 6 o'clock around Yeah, I'll try and get goes. it fixed during the break. Oh, so you're an internet guy? I'm an internet guy. Okay. It's good to know. All right, let's take a break. I don't know what we're going to do when we come back because I don't have internet. <laughs> Simple, it's on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. She got a choke chain. She got diamonds wrapped around her, wrapped around her, wrapped around her. Big black Cadillac, hold out of money, stack high from the heavens. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a million girl. She got a choke chain. She got diamonds wrapped around her. ESPN 97.5. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. You can also text us. You can text the show. You can hit us on Twitter, but apparently Twitch isn't working. Yeah, our... our the internet's down in our entire building. Yeah, I'm I'm just hooked up to my phone now, so I can get your text and I can get Twitter. So, um, somebody said Apes versus Robots movie sounds good to me. Has that one been done yet? It, I mean, technically, King Kong versus any kind of robot would sort of be that. But have we done that one yet? Uh, I don't think so. I'd be okay with it. I'm not going to write it, but yeah. Um. Nathan says, I'm definitely one of those crazy invested soccer fans that watches every good league around the world, so that obviously excludes MLS. And the hooligans are in every single league. Oh, yeah, I, I know. I know they are. All I'm saying is that your worst is worse than anybody else's. And I, I don't think that's really an arguable thing. I think no, but, fact. I mean, that's why you have the best is because you have that kind of passion. Yeah. And, and and so I mean they're I, the most passionate, but that that and just like SEC fan, right. SEC fans are the most passionate, but they also tend to be the worst. That's and that's what comes with it. So I mean that's kind of the curse of having the best fans in the world in your sport is that you also have the worst, and that's all right. It's perfectly natural. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. I don't know if you saw this. But uh, this was my alternate gym of the day, and I kind of, I thought it was sad and funny at the same time. A uh, The NYPD pulled over a military green-colored Hummer in Manhattan Saturday afternoon. It doesn't belong. N- no, the car, not, not the Deshaun. Uh, no, Chris- I'm just saying that doesn't belong there. What do you mean? Like it, it's odd. Like it's hard enough to drive like a a tiny car in New York. Oh well, yeah. City. Although maybe it's not as bad right now during the COVID. I don't know. But uh, Christopher Stoney had committed no driving infractions, but police were concerned about the scary looking gun at the top of the truck. Uh, however, upon closer inspection, the cops realized that it was an air rifle that fires T-shirts. Oh jeez. Stoney, who is a rapper originally from Philadelphia, yeah, named Warchild with a Y. 
uses the roof-mounted air rifle on the vehicle to launch T-shirts at promotional events. But I got to say, it looks like a real gun. I'm pretty sure I would have pulled him over, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I guess, I mean, what if it was a military vehicle? Well, does it look like a military well, vehicle? no, it's got like his It's got his war name. child on the yeah. side of it, yeah. But <laughs> I, 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 do, I do find that a little funny. But it, at least now you know if you see some guy rolling around with a green Hummer with war child on it and a gun at the top, he's not trying to kill people. He's just no. trying to give you T-shirts, which he's I'm trying all for. to clothe people. Yeah, that's a positive thing. So anyway, that that would have been the gym, but I, I I'm I'm really concerned about these. Did we miss the gym? No, no, we, that was the monkeys. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, we we missed the outro to the gym because we got gotcha. something else. Uh, the other one that was going to make it is from right here in Houston. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, the TSA caught a passenger hiding crystal meth at Hobby Airport. Guess what they were trying to use <laughs> to hide the meth? I've got no idea. A breakfast taco. Oh, well, that makes is sense. Is that not the most Texas thing ever? Yeah. You're hiding your meth in a bre- breakfast taco. Uh, I'm not going to say the restaurant, but anybody who's been to Hobby knows the restaurant. It's the only place you can get breakfast tacos. Yes, yes. But uh, the traveler was going through a checkpoint on April 2nd when uh, a TS officer noticed an unidentified lump inside a taco. Don't do math. Uh, TSA identified the item as a burrito, but a photo shows a breakfast taco in in the wrapper. Uh, And guys, if you're from Texas, you know the difference between a burrito and a breakfast taco. But uh, they insisted that he opened the taco, then scanned it a second time with an x-ray. Revealing black tape and a dark dark wrapping around a large organic mass. HPD investigators responded, identified the substance as crystal meth. I would have blamed the people at that restaurant. Oh, yeah, I'd say, man, how dare they? What if I would have eaten that? That girl at the front desk. So, yeah, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Should be kicked in the nads for defiling a breakfast burrito. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever That's tried a waste meth? of a good breakfast burrito. You ever burrito. tried meth? No. Then how, don't knock it till you try I it. I guarantee it's not better than a breakfast burrito. There's a red, good one. red salsa, green salsa, meth salsa. There's three kinds. He was just trying that one. It's, but it's, again, the, it's the least popular of the three, but... Well, I mean, but again, it's also the only one that they charge you extra for. That's true. This is a, an example of a criminal being greedy. If you just sneak a little meth inside the breakfast burrito, you're not going to have a problem. <laughs> he did. It sounds like he did try to sneak a lot. of, And meth. he tried to sneak a lot to where it looked it had a big lump in it not and, and looked that like is- he buried a rat in it. And that's why he got caught. So come on, guys, you, you, you can do better than this. I mean, I'm not trying to tell you to be a uh, a criminal and do meth and sneak meth through the airport, but if you're going to do it, be smart about it. That's all. Is that too much to ask? I don't think so. Uh, also, I have... Uh, do you see this? And I guess it doesn't surprise me that Matthew McConaughey has a huge lead over Greg Abbott in... Uh, polls for the election yeah I'm, I'm not surprised by that do we even know what he is uh, he's not greg abbott well I, I, that yeah i know he also and also i know he, he smokes weed so let's I'm, also face it that 
the average person who might be interested in in taking a poll right now, if they see Matthew McConaughey and and Greg Abbott, Greg Abbott voter may not take that that poll seriously. Uh, whereas the people who would likely click a box for Matthew McConaughey on the internet seem less likely to show up at polling places. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm, I'm all right, all right, all yeah. right. It's like, oh, this sounds awesome. What if Matthew McConaughey was governor of Texas? But then, like, when the reality hits in that you're going to make a movie actor the governor of our state, it's like, oh. And I'm not saying that I, I think he would do a worse job than Greg Abbott. I don't know. I, I don't know what he would It's do. a battle. Yeah. But I would prefer, like, an actual politician run against Greg Abbott that maybe had, like... Doesn't but have to be like a slimeball politician with a bunch of okay. you know hands in corporate pockets, but maybe someone who has some experience in in legislature. Okay, can I? I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the opposite side here. Okay, first off, there is no such thing as a politician that's not a slimeball politician. All right, they're all slimeballs. I, I don't disagree with that. So, and, and you know what? This is why Trump got elected. Why not some something different? Now, maybe that didn't turn out great. Maybe it did. I don't know. It depends on your politics. Uh. But maybe somebody who's not a politician will actually get in there and maybe listen to the people and do what's best for the people as opposed to, oh, I'm going to stick to this party line because these are the people who are paying me. I'm, I'm kind of okay with some that. Now, I need, I need to find out a little more. And if, you know, he's wanting to uh, deport all half Arabs, I'm probably against him. <laughs> well, that's probably a good call. Yeah, but I mean, if he's for... Is he going to allow meth on breakfast tacos? I'm... Are we legalizing it or not? I'm not for that. I am. I'm for legalized weed. I'm pretty sure he'd be down with that. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just speculating. But yeah, I'd have to hear more, but I I, I kind of like the idea of... let's Let's stop having politicians... Who I mean, honestly, they're all about themselves. They're all about their stupid parties. Bleep them! You know what? Let's send them all to Snake Island too. I'm, I'm going to put them on the plane with, you know, the soccer snob, pedos, and seat recliners. And you know what? They can all recline their seats on the way to Snake Island. It'll be the last time they can enjoy themselves. Yeah. It's gonna, Snake Island may not be big enough for what I want to do there. I mean, I mean, all the politicians from all the states and, and nationally, that kind of adds up. But uh, 45% of Texas registered voters would vote for McConaughey. I, I, can I just say this? I've never been asked for any of these polls in my I life. Never get the, I never get that email. The only polls I get are Twitter poll. Hey, would you vote for this guy? Uh, and all, that all depends on who your followers are, right? Yeah. Uh, 33% w- would vote for Abbott. 22 would vote for someone else. Okay, so random someone else gets 22%. I think I would vote for 22. I'm in that 22%. I'm a 22%er. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know who I'd vote for yet. I'd have to study it. And, boy, I, I, I'm not going to read your joke, but it is funny. <laughs> it involves who, who's the taller candidate. So I, I'm leaving it at that. But, um, yeah, I I, uh, I I think it's interesting that because he's not even running yet, right? No. He's just thinking about it. Or he's at least mentioned maybe. Yeah, I don't think it's happening yet. Okay. I'm just checking. So I, I'm, I'd i be interested. All right. Uh, I have a pretty good uh, Hey Man Bleep that. 
Okay. I've been trying to get to this story, and, and it turns out this is the perfect thing. It involves your guy, Joe Rogan. Okay. And I'd be curious if you guys agree with me or not on it. I'm pretty sure if I had to, to predict, Aaron will agree. I think AJ will agree, too, but for different reasons. I agree with everything you say. Eh, that's not true. You're right. That's not true. You agree with nothing I say. That, well, that's then not Sometimes you'll either. just pick an argument just to take the opposite side, even though I could be arguing that uh, the sky is blue. Sometimes. Sometimes no. the sky is gray, bro. No, that, that sky, have, have you looked at it through a lens? It can be very gray. All right, quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, You're listening to the Blitz. Hey, guys, sports to you. On ESPN 97.5. Sports to you. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. One final segment to go. Somebody just tweeted this out. Big news for fellow cord cutters. NFL Hulu announced a multi-year agreement to bring NFL Network and Red Zone to Hulu Live by August 1st. So, there you go. Isn't Hulu part of the Disney yeah. thing? So it's not really. That. ESPN Plus, Hulu, Disney Plus. All right, let's do a little Hey Man Bleep That. I can go first if you want. Sure. Um, I've heard lots of uh, reasons to get the vaccination. I've heard lots of reasons not to get the vaccination. I may have found the craziest conspiracy freak out of, of awesome. all time. Bring it on. I love good conspiracy freak out. Um, basically, it is being spread around that um, <laughs> there are people saying that this, this vaccine is going to change the human race forever and basically cause the human race as we know it to no longer exist. Okay. I'm down with that, actually. Because it's time for the aliens. people who are vaccinated will have modified DNA. No one discusses that DNA is passed on to the next generation. The risk that your children will marry into other cultures is possibly now shadowed by the fact that your children may marry into a COVID vaccine vac- uh, gene group, potentially shortening their lives and that of others. All right. Let me just ask, why does it have to be a negative dna thing couldn't the dna be positive and we start to evolve into I, into aliens i'm i i'm okay I, I'm i'll be t- honest i feel very much the same as i did before i got the vaccine shots like i, I don't feel like uh I, I, my dna is not changing from what i can tell it rubs the lotion on it penis so i mean i get like there's going to be fear mongering on both sides of this thing. I think we're going a little far there. So to that, I say, and I'm guessing hey, Aaron. Man. Oh, f- that. I didn't think you were going to be able to play it. I didn't know we had access to it. Yeah, yeah. I, and 
Honestly, man, I don't... That's I, my hey, man, bleep. That is what's happening with our internet today. I'll, I'll be real simple on as, as a follow-up to this. If you do it, great. If you don't do it, great. But don't be somebody who tries to stop somebody from doing it, or don't be somebody who is uh, being the a-hole saying, oh, you have to do it. Yeah. I, my, my sister-in-law actually uh, was in line in Canada, and a bunch of people came up and protested them getting the friggin' vaccine. Like... <laughs> What are you doing? Just let them get it if they want it. They're not going to come protest you at your house saying, oh, don't get it. I mean, it's, it's insane how we've gotten with this. Let people make their own decisions, damn it. And don't be a Nazi about it. And people are being Nazis on both sides, just like they are on everything else. It drives me nuts. Anyway, that's not mine. Mine is uh, Joe Rogan. Uh, Spotify has removed as many as 40 titles of his podcasts from their platform. Now, he says uh, he confirmed that uh, they can remove shows as a condition of their $100 million agreement. Joe Rogan doesn't care he what does, they do. It's exactly what he says. There were a few episodes they didn't want on their platform. I was like, okay, I don't care. Yeah, I wouldn't care either if, no. if I were getting $100 million. Well, they're censoring me. Maybe, but they're giving me $100 million. I don't yeah. care. But, I mean, some of them are ones that, uh, I mean, I would like to... You can say what you want about Alex Jones. I would like to hear Joe Rogan interview him because I kind of trust him to to do interesting interviews. And all these, I mean, did you hear that interview? No, I didn't get to. Oh, okay, because guess what? I can't find it. But I would have liked to have heard it. And yeah, you know, there we'd have made it funny if nothing else. Yeah. And there's a lot of really controversial people on there that that they've cut off. And I'm like, you know, when you hire Joe Rogan. You kind of know this is what you get. Yeah. I'd kind of like to get the whole thing. So to that, I say, hey, man, that Alex Jones, like he had to come out because Howard Stern has a uh, an Alex Jones puppet that he'll (laughs) have say crazy things that Alex Jones says. And Alex Jones had to come out and say, hey, I know this guy who does this puppet voice is very good, but I'm not saying these things. And then the guy that does Howard's uh, puppet voice was like. Everything that I say is stuff that he's actually said. So they went back and they played side by side. Like Bill Gates is putting AIDS in the COVID vaccine. It's the H. It's the new HIV delivery system. And then like, it, and then they play that. And then they play Alex Jones actually saying that. It was like, what the heck? Like he said, I didn't say that. And then he played what he exactly. And yeah, it's Alex Jones is a, a gold mine, honestly, a never-ending gold mine. Uh, the frogs are gay. Yep. I will eat your I will ass. Eat your ass. That's right. Oh well, you're up, Aaron. Well, the internet is back, luckily. Um, so yay! For oh, that. now that the show's over. Now that the show's over, and Glenn and I have been scrambling trying to figure out what the hell we were going to do if you know can't broadcast from home, and how long is it going to take him? To- yeah, now it starts to working. Like he literally just called me. He was like, "Hey, I just walked down to my car from my house. Get back inside. Let's try this." Well, he, was, right. he was almost going to get out of his house. Yeah. Wow. Well, that I almost would have been I, I a hope, good thing. I hope it. I hope it lasts. I, I mean, honestly, I would. If I were Glenn, I would. I would have uh, cut, just come here because who knows? It's been it, things have been cutting been out spotty. all day. Yeah. Um. But a survey came out last week, and they found out that if you need help, if you're a stranger seeking help with anything, uh, you're better off asking an older adult, like fifties or higher, than someone who's supposed to be in my generation or younger. Uh. I'm not going to go into the detail on the whole study and everything like that, but first off, why the hell isn't the generation in the middle raising people who are, you know, courteous to strangers that'll help somebody in need? 
that's falls on that middle generation for raising horrible ass kids who you know are just selfish and don't think about anybody but themselves. True, but also maybe it's just a Texas thing. But everybody I know would always if you see somebody slamming on the side of the road, you know, trying to change a tire, they don't know how. You stop and help them. If you see somebody who you know can't grab something off the top shelf at the grocery store. You offer to do it if you can do it and you're not going to hurt, like, if you're tall enough to do it. Yeah. Why wouldn't you stop and do that? So be a good person. If somebody needs help and you have the ability to help them and it's not really going to inconvenience you, help them. Hey, man, f*** that. I, I agree 100%. I have one caveat. Like, if you're on kind of an abandoned road and you've got a tire problem, I, I'm, I may not help. I've seen too many movies. I've seen too many people lure you into things. But no, there's a lot of little simple things you can do on a daily basis that I think most people around here will do. Hold a door for someone. Yeah. Which Not you, difficult. You know, so that, nice. That went away during the COVID, the holding the door. Yeah, nobody's doing that. I don't want to touch the door after you I touch it. I still do. No, I, I still do it too. And, you know, but there are, are also, and I don't think it's an age thing. I, th- I just think there's a-holes of all ages that will, you know, they'll, they'll walk through the door and, and try to close it on you and stuff like that. I mean, there's, there's a, there are enough jerks out there that, you know, but if somebody does hold the, hold the door for you, say, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it, buddy. If not, then maybe I will shut it in your face. No, I, I, I think that there's enough people doing that intentionally that are scumbags, but I still, I, I agree that more people don't do that. More people are good and helpful. I don't know how much age it is. Cause most people I know over 60 are kind of, well, they're either really friendly and want to talk all the time, or they're just complete curmudgeons. So, I don't know. I don't know if it's an age thing. I don't know if it's fair to put age on it. Well, that was based on the study that they looked at. Yeah, of course. All these studies. Everything's based on their studies. Yeah, the same people are studying monkey-human embryos. Is that who you want to trust? No, I trust that scientist, Kirsten. Yeah. Team Rice, Team Kirsten. All right. Well, fun show for a Tuesday. But you had to get one in. Buzzer beater. You had to get one. I was, I, I was about to just give up on you. I was like, there's no way. But he managed to pull it off. All right. There will be soccer matters next. So uh, you guys can uh, catch Glenn Davis, the soccer genius of the planet. I said it in Spanish yesterday. I don't remember how. It's something total dumb. Got a Dynamo win and Super League to talk. Yeah. I, I wish the Dynamo would put a few wins together because then I could get Undefeated the Dynamo. Suck on that. Yeah. Non-Dynamo fans. And uh, not me. I'm a lifer. I'm a lifelong Dynamo fan. Are the Astros undefeated? Didn't think so. Yeah, Are no. the Rockets undefeated? Didn't think no. so. Are the Texans? Yes. But they're also defeated. No. Well, not in the offseason. They're, they're winless. Yeah, they're winless, but yeah. they're undefeated. All right. That's going to wrap it I up. Mean, so could every soccer team. There's highs all the time. Yeah, that's right? true. Good job, Aaron. Good job, AJ. We'll do it again tomorrow. Till then, stay sportsy, bitches. This is ESPN 97.5.